Good morning to everyone. How are you? Well, as I said, um, I'm I, yesterday. I am back here in Cebu and uh, praying a lot for your weekend. Make it um, fruitful and um, developmental, so that it help you in your growth, your personal growth, and in your. Um, going closer to Jesus Christ. Today, our mother, the church, tells us in the gospel of the, of the Mass from St. Luke chapter 16, Jesus said to the Pharisees, there was a rich man who used to dress in purple and fine linen and feast magnificently every day. Well, this is how uh, our Lord begins the gospel. As usual, he uses a story. And it's a good thing to note, especially for parents, educators, those who have a um, children or people to take care of. When teaching something, it's good to use stories. And... Um, because it doesn't sound imposing, you let the listeners on their own grasp the meaning of the story, the characters of the story may um, allude to them or refer to them or to someone else, but it's a good way to educate and to form others. Jesus used it, maybe we can do it more. Instead of imposing and telling directly how something should not be done or should be done. So as the Lord situates us in the, the scene of the story, we find ourselves contemplating a rich man. Rich and uh, with these imageries of dressing in purple and fine linen. And what was even more uh, stark and clear of his wealth was his carefree life because he feasted magnificently. That was not just ordinarily or in some, you know, ordinary way. Magnificently was what the Lord used. And the other adverb was every day. He must have been really wealthy, and he had nothing else to do. Now, in stark contrast with that, the Lord continues. At his gate, there lay a poor man called Lazarus, covered with sores, who longed to fill himself with the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Well, this is uh, something terrible, right? We would empathize with that poor man. We would um, perhaps make a critique or criticize the rich man. And not only his, uh, this rich man, but all his friends who would be dropping by 
the party that this rich man was uh, throwing every day. Nobody noticed that the poor man at the gate. He was at the gate. I mean, you have to pass the gate to enter the property. But nobody noticed him. Nobody noticed that he had sores. Nobody noticed that there were dogs, which was, uh, I don't know, perhaps not that common sight in Israel. In any case, dogs would be gathered, gathering and licking his sores. I mean, that's something you cannot but notice. And uh, the poor man himself, how would he look like? He was hungry. Maybe he was gone. He was so thin. And surely he was sickly because of poor nourishment. You cannot miss that guy coming in and out of that uh, rich man's house. Or maybe it was a palace. The story of our Lord ends. Now the poor man died and was carried away by the angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. Well, death evens the playing field. It levels it. The rich and poor die alike. The talented and the less talented die alike. We are like the animals, the giraffes, the, the, the rats. We all die. We are, and we should be brought to our senses when we meet the, the matter and, and issue of death. We, we do not last long in this world. 100 years, maybe by genetic engineering, they bring us to 100, 250 years, but... This material that we have is, is not permanent. It is contingent. So it can stop existing by any means, many means. We read, it about, we read about it every day. Someone dies. People die. So our Lord tries to make us face this reality, to face our obligations, our, ob our Christian obligations, especially that of charity. You know, um, this wealthy man, I'd say he was really poor because he could not lift himself, his eyes, get his attention off his food and drink and from his feasting in order to look at the bigger picture. The bigger picture. The picture that would include the outside, what was outside of his immediate concern. He could not because he was focused on his food, his enjoyment, his pleasures. The feasting was just a, uh, an excuse, maybe, or was just the occasion he made so that he could indulge in himself. He was inward-looking. And our Lord contrasted that 
with the poor man. He tries to lift our eyes off ourselves to look at the bigger picture. It's so much easier just to look at your cell phone and play a game instead of, you know, looking around and checking who's around you. Of course, this is very important for awareness in matters of security and safety. But other than that, it's our Christian obligation to be concerned with others. To connect with them, just to greet them, wish them well, or strike up a conversation. We all have concerns, and most of them are common. Why don't we carry the burden in a shared way? It, be it becomes lighter when we are able to talk about it to others. Sometimes we might be tempted to think that we are a disturbance to the others. That's right. We may be. That's why you have to check. Because we have this, uh, our Lord bridged the gap from heaven to earth. And that's not just a small proximate uh, goal. It's a, between eternity and time. It's an infinite distance. He bridged it. And now, just beside us, a meter away, or because of social distancing, and maybe it should be physical distancing, but socially, we should connect and be concerned. No, no agenda except that of our Lord's agenda, because He's going to ask us that. How much love have you expended in this world? Love is to be concerned with others, what they need, what they may need. And many times it's just to be listened to. Many times it's just to give an ear to their concerns and to share, rather better, to empathize with them. Can't we do that? Let's do it this weekend, especially at home. I remember St. Teresa of Calcutta speaking about this. We maybe show concerns for people so far away, groups of people, so, so far from your city, we donate money. But at home, we may be cold to the others. We may claim we don't know how to be affectionate. And let's learn. <laughs> we can learn. If we are open to it, aren't you? Thank you for listening. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain forever. Amen. Ciao.